Welcome to 104 Days, a Phineas and Ferb companion podcast. I'm Callie. And I'm her dad. And this is episode 42, Unfair Science Fair, Redux, Another Story. So this is the one where Candace gets sent to Mars. Well, um, <laughs> Dr. D's gathering supplies to big of baking soda volcano. So the concept here really needs to be uh, mentioned. They could have done this as one long episode. and But they didn't. And they would have just intercut the stories as they went. But what they decided to do was split the stories apart and pull out this story where Candace goes to Mars uh, and make that into its own, its own episode. So essentially, basically all of this episode happens sort of in the middle of, or toward even toward the beginning of, the previous episode. Like the day before, most of the action happens in the first part of the episode, Unfair Science Fair. Because at the end of the credits, it's said 24 hours later, which was the begin- the first ep- the ep- whole episode. So basically, it was like going back in time, which is an episode later in the future that does the, kind of the same thing. Yes, there are some similarities there to the way that we see bits of the former episode. Uh, we touches like where it shows him, you know, let's let's turn that. Let me let me tell it to you in song is how Baljeet starts, and then as that starts, we move over to see what Candace is doing, knowing that this other thing is happening at the same time. So I thought they did a pretty nice job of conveying that all of this was happening at the same time. Like every once in a while, dovetail back into and and touch back in on what's going on. She comes over to. Baljeet's house and she's like hey those are Phineas and Ferb's bikes and then we see the same thing about how happy he is that he has this portal to Mars and then boom picks right up with Candace being there except we didn't see Candace they cut it off they cut that scene off in the first part of the the first episode it was basically like a first draft and then the actual thing so I thought it was really interesting the way they told the story and it was also a pretty good episode overall the formula is a four in this episode. The things that we have in this episode are Ferb's line, song, and the jingle, p- greeting Perry, and... And that's it. That's it. That's the four things. And what is the song, Callie? I'm the queen of Mars, I was invisible on Earth, and only took a magic portal to Mars to give me some self-worth. My voice cracked, and I ran out of oxygen. So. so, yeah. So, at the beginning of the episode, Candace is trying to get a hold of some of her friends, and none of them are answering. And one of the lines that didn't make my top three, she said, All my friends need time to themselves. Well, not without me, they're not. <laughs> I also like when she's going through, after she tries Jeremy, and then she tries Stacy, she tries Jenny. She sees Jenny as her next option. She goes, Oh, I haven't seen her since the boys built a beach in the backyard. And that's true. That's a callback. Jenny was in that episode and hasn't been in there since. Jenny um, is like this kind of hippie kind of yes, person. That's true. Because she's kind of like free-spirited like Stacy and all the other characters except Candace and Dr. Yeah, D. She kinda, she's more likely to talk like this, man. <laughs> I feel like she's more likely to say dude than man. I don't know. I just get that vibe from her. We also learn in this story uh, the Phineas and Ferb explanation for why there is a face on Mars. Callie did not know that there is a face on Mars. I was questioning why. 
well, it's just that's what happened. There's rock formations. That's just the non-conspiracy theory Why version of this. Why is my school this. teaching me this? It's just a thing. See, this so, is why we don't need school. We just need cartoons. And the explanation for why there is a face on Mars? Candace's head was on Mars, and then it got blown up. By the innator. Yeah. And apparently it made like this kind of deformed face. Yes, exactly. It kind of looks like um, George Washington. The one of Candace kind of maybe kind of looked like George Washington a little bit. No, the one where it's deformed. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, go look. Nah, it's okay. I believe you. Okay. Well, uh, why don't we get into our top three? I went first last time, Callie. Why don't you go with your number three? Okay. My number three is when Dr. D and Perry are at the store trying to get things to to build the baking soda and okay. volcano. Yes. Perry's in the cart and Dr. D is pushing the cart. And then he starts talking to Perry and everything, like making a conversation. And then they bump into someone, and it's Major Monogram and Carl. Carl's in the cart. Sitting where the the child seat of the shopping cart. He's 15. And then, and then they just looked at each other, and Major Monogram just backed slowly away. <laughs> and nothing else was said. And then um, Dr. D says, well, that was awkward. That was also my number three. So what's your number two, Callie? My number two is when um, Candace sees this little like robot on Mars, and it's like, oh, I'm saved! And then that just shows a science lab. It's like a guy staring at the computer screen. His eyes are like open and red. Yeah, bloodshot. And he's like, ah, I can't take this anymore. It's been for 20 years. I've been staring at red rock. But, of course, that's right at the moment when Candace shows up on screen. There's no life on Mars. trying to get his attention. And then he shuts it all down. And then she kicks the thing and, and destroys it. And then the aliens are like, oh, she destroyed the thing. And they keep I repairing pulled. it and bringing it to her so she can kick it and destroy it some more. They're like, here, let's build it. Break it. Break it. I don't know why that was such an important thing for them to, to have that happen. They're like, do it, do it, do it. It's like when you see someone... In your, like, favorite movie or show, usually your first instinct is to be like, can you do this one scene where you were, like, doing this? Like, this one line? That's what I would think people would do. So it's like situations where somebody really has, is really a big fan, and they and they want anything to, they want the, the person that is the star, they want them to do anything. Like, hit me in the face, even. I think that's kind of how it was with the aliens and Candace. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Well, my number two is Callie's number one. My number one is when they're driving away and Phineas is like, Candace, give me your phone. So Candace gra- so Phineas gets Candace's phone and starts calling. Calling Baljeet. Yeah. And Candace is like, what? Well, how is there bars here? <laughs> I didn't ask them to. Put I was thinking exactly. I mean, another ra- logical question would be: How are they breathing on Mars? They didn't worry about that. And then when they handed the phone, I'm like, "Now the phone's going to work." And then Candace called that one out, and of course, it did work. But that's because it's a cartoon. So for my number one, it's earlier. Nobody it- wonders why the craters, when the song was singing, like turned into a, basically a dance floor. 
Like it started lighting up the craters. Did they? Yeah. No, I didn't notice that. So my number one also has to do with Candace's phone. It's when she gets a text from Stacy and it's in really old shorthand. Well, I mean, I don't know if this Acronyms. is ever. This was never, never the kind of shorthand that text texting has been. Acronyms. And all it said was C-Y-L-B-F-F-S. And so Candace is like, okay, let me see if I can figure this out. Candace, you loser, bad friendship, fail, Stacy. Oh, well, that's not very nice. And then she was really sad, and that sent her off to end up ending up on wanting to be on Mars instead, which, of course, is the craziest thing. Like, oh, my friends aren't hanging out with me. They probably have better things to do with our lives. And, of course, BF- I'm going to go to Mars. BFF naturally means best friends forever, and in this case, CYL meant call you later. I never knew that. Would talk to you later. That's TTYL. I never knew that. I watched a show that always used it, and I never knew it. What I was like, what's it mean? Um, Little Pet Shop, remember? Ah, yes. Where, the, where most of the girls would talk like in like acronyms. The, uh, that's what I call slang. LOL. Yes, they would say that. Like text speak. And they had really big heads. They did have really big heads and really tiny bodies. Now, as a uh, an honorable mention, because it doesn't really fit into either episode technically, so I'm going to put it here right at the. I guess like maybe it more goes along with the first episode. Our last episode on unfair science fair is when Doctor Doofenshmirtz ends up on Mars, and they they take him, cart him off just like they did with Candace. and they bring out the crown. And he's like, "Oh, you're going to make me your king," and they put it on top of a volcano. Uh, a baking soda volcano. He's like, oh, come on. I probably felt, I felt really bad for Jim Finchmerz, even though he's not real. I felt bad. I was like, oh, he just wanted to be appreciated. You get a trophy. You are happy. That's you always, get it. That's always the case. He just always wants to be appreciated. Well, Callie, that's, be appreciated. that's the end of our episode. So why don't you tell everybody how they can contact us if they want to uh, say something to us. That is correct. Now, while they were on Mars, there was a point where they were trying to convey some information to the Martians, and it turns out Ferb can speak Martian. All right, so first, Ferb asks a question in Martian, and it goes something like this. The guy responds real quick, and Ferb said, well, here's what he said. They say fine, but not without them. All right, it's my turn to try. What? Your turn to try what, Callie? Are you telling me that you also can speak in Martian? We didn't know this. I did not know this. Um, what are you What are you going to say in Martian? Okay, go ahead, Callie. Say something in Martian. Okay. Well, I, I didn't know you had those skills. I also can make Animal Crossing. Like, you know how the Animal Crossing people talk? I voice them. People say I sound like when when someone's talking on the phone on Spongebob. People say I sound like that, but I think I sound like Animal Crossing. So, you may think differently. Well, based on your Martian, maybe somebody from Mars will hear that and they will act on what you suggested that they do. We'll find out 